Sometimes you gotta go back to actually move forward. I don't mean all the way back to dental school. Let's face it, that was an awful experience. But when it's all said and done, you still have questions. That's what Paul and Justin are here for. To answer your questions as your dental business mentors. What's up, everybody? We are back for one of these short, potent episodes answering your favorite questions or the most common questions that come our way. So I'm here with uh, Dr. Paul Etchison, of course. What's up, Paul? Hey, happy to be here. So, Paul, we got a we got a good question today. It's probably one of the most common ones next to my team's driving me nuts or how do I manage my team or get them to do what I want them to do? So what's the question today? So we got a question from a listener, and it, this is like the most generalist of general questions. Not hating on the listener because this is a very popular, popular question, but everybody wants to know, what is that secret sauce? How can I get more new patients? I just love them so much. They need so much work. And um, it keeps my schedule busy. So how do I get more of them new patients? I want to grow. How do I do it, Justin? So like anything, you it's a, it's a systematic approach, in my opinion. So if you can have a systematic approach, steps one through whatever, and start uh, start implementing in those areas, that's, that's where it's going to go. So let's go through a couple of things. The one thing that I never used to do, you know, years back that I do any campaign we do now, is I always start with asking myself, have we maximized the patients we have coming through the door today? Okay, so we know now because we track certain metrics. So I'm going to sort of rattle that off real quick, and then I'll go into the other stuff. The first one is mm-hmm. call answer rate. Are you answering calls? Number two is when calls come in, are you actually are you actually converting them? Like, are people actually coming into the practice, or is your team sending them up the road, or maybe not doing a great job of that? The third is when they are there, are you doing a good job of actually comprehensively diagnosing? So I call this the average diagnosis per new patient, okay? Is it 500 or is it 10 grand? And I'm not saying you should always aim for it to be 10 grand. It should just be what it is, right? What you see is mm-hmm. what you see and that's what it should be. So so the, the, the next one is the conversion. So once you've presented that 500 or 5,000 or $10,000 treatment plan, how many people do it, Okay. And that's what it all comes down to. So now if I get a hundred calls and hundred of them are answered and 80 of them show up and when they do show up, I convert, you know, 50% of those, you know, you can see I've got a number of new patients coming through the door that are doing treatment. But if my stats are terrible, that's not going to work. So we we're big on the stats. We don't start doubling and tripling down on marketing until we know that we have those statistics or systems down first. Okay. So that's, that's kind of, that backstory. Now, what do you do to actually get them through the door? Okay. Provided you're doing all that stuff, how do you get them through the door? Well, we'll talk about the first part for me is competitive analysis. I won't do a campaign unless we have a very, we have a very good pulse on what everybody around us is doing. So as a simple example, when we start a practice, okay, if everyone around me has certain hours, for example, I'm going to do the opposite. So I might open uh, evenings. I will open evenings, Saturdays, even Sundays. What is the most popular day people are recommending for dental appointments now? There's a lot of studies showing it's actually a Sunday. Like, I know that sounds terrible and horrible, but honestly, if you're building a practice up and you want new patients through the door, find a way to open up Saturday and Sunday and evenings because that will help build the schedule during the week. That'll help get patients through the door. There's no quicker way, in my opinion, than to offer convenience 
So that's the first thing. Find out what other people are doing and then don't do that. You know, like don't just do the banker's hours, nine to five, eight to four. You know, I refuse to work a Saturday type deal. Now, that's part one. So competitive analysis. What else does competitive analysis mean? It means making sure that you're actually wording things or phrasing things in ways other people aren't. Like if every pay per click or Google AdWords campaign looks the same, right? Like we accept new patients, family dentist, braces, payment plan. Like it's all the same. Like what's separating you, right? You have to have trigger words that pattern interrupt and stop people in their tracks. So they want to look at your ad versus somebody else's. So ad copy is really important and how you position yourself is important. So, so competitive analysis, step one. Okay. And if you don't, Obviously, a lot of folks don't want to do this themselves. I prefer actually for us to do this. My my wife is very keen on all this stuff. She's the marketing director for a company. So she does all this type of stuff as well. But at the end of the day, look, you you if you've got a good marketing company, you should be asking them to do this for you. Say, hey, what are my competitors doing that I can do different? Simple question, right? Mm-hmm. If they can't answer that for you, then I would probably keep interviewing marketing companies. Okay, here's the second thing. You need to have capital. So a lot of times when I talk to some certain coaching clients, I'll ask them, I'll say, well, how much money do you have to market the practice when we come up with a strategy for their growth of next level growth or growth in general? And sometimes it's 500,000 bucks, maybe $2,000 a month. Honestly, that's not going to get us anywhere. So I hate to say it, but, but if we're trying to grow a practice rapidly, we're spending five, 10, sometimes a little more you know, per month to drive major new patient traffic that, to the practice. So the, the, the goal is if you're doing a startup, definitely have working capital set aside so you can invest in this. So th- those, are the, those are the two main ones. Now, my favorite campaigns are, uh, and I've talked about this in another episode, but direct mail, pay-per-click, and events. Those are the three. And like I said, not events that, that you show up and, you know, like a, a bridal show and you sit there all day. Although those are, you know, those can be useful too. I'm talking about events in the practice. So those are the Okay. So, so what we do is we do a children's day at the dentist. They're themed events. They happen quarterly. We, we, we market them on Facebook at all the schools at all the daycares, anywhere kids will be. We market the event months in advance and what, and we even invite our own patients to it. And what it is, it's a themed day. It might be a Disney day, a pirate day, uh, you know, whatever. And the, the team dresses up, they invite the kids in. Their, their goal is to do two things. One, bring people from the public into the practice for a fun day. There's face painting, there's balloons, there's snacks, all kinds of stuff. It's like a little party in there. And people show up, right? And when they show up, the goal is for you to do a little uh, happy visit with their kids. And oftentimes, as you know, Who's the guinea pig for the parents? It's always the kids, man. So the kids show up to the practice and then the parents say, oh man, they did such a good, good job with the, par- the the kids that, you know, I think all come here too and it's convenient for everybody. So the goal is to bring people in, show them a great time, which we just love doing. And the team has an awesome, fun time with us. Like they, they love it, right? So that's that part. And then when they're in there, you have to have a system for, for actually converting the patients. So like you want to book their next appointment. So a patient, when they come up to the front desk to get their little goodie bag and the, the dentist has done the visual inspection and said, hey, there's some stuff here I see. Your kid's got to come back. Parents always book. I mean, the booking rate is high. And when we do that, we'll also ask the other question, which is, hey, they're coming anyway. Would you like us to book you an appointment for the same day? So you could have, uh, you know, the dentist could take a look, uh, you know, in your mouth as well, or take a look at your teeth for you as well. 
almost always, like eight out of 10 times, parents are like, yeah, that makes sense. Let's do that. So you're getting new patients through the door. It's a simplistic thing, but ultimately it's, uh, you know, we have a whole process that we go through for it, but it's, it's that, it's that, it's that simple. It's an event like that. You know, I like what you say about getting, and, and that's one of the things I had that I want to talk about is that scheduling the rest of the family, it is such a missed opportunity over and over again for one when you're seeing recall patients, making sure that everyone in the family has their, their recall exam and that set up. But when we see new patients and you, hey, when you're checking them out, hey, did you want anyone else in your family you want to book? Oh, yeah, I should book one for my husband. Let's just do it right now. Well, I got to check the schedule. Oh, let's just do it right now. He can change it if, if you know. Not that you have to be pushy, but it's it's such a missed opportunity. And, and I always, this is something we track at my office. We track it on our scoreboard. We call it added patients. Pretty much means that I added a new patient. My front desk just tracks it with a checklist or with a with tallies. You know, it means I added a new patient without having to, someone to have to call on the phone, and it, it's huge. And and you're totally missing out on. I mean, I could tell you in, in my practice, we're seeing fifteen to twenty new patients a month that way. If you take nothing from this, other than just the fact that when other people are in, you're asking about their family members. Take that. Like that's a that's a huge opportunity because. If you've gotten to know the patient, they're going to tell you about, you know, uh, their own experiences if they bring their kid in or if they're in, they'll talk about their husband or whomever. And and it's, that's a perfect opportunity to say, you know, why, why don't we go ahead and, and schedule the family or get the schedule booked and and uh, develop some verbiage around that for your team. So huge, huge, huge. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, the, what I think is when I when I look at this question and I see you went really deep on the marketing aspect. And if the listeners know that my big marketing for me is my Google reviews and my SEO that we show up as number one in my town. That's huge for me. My website, that's like a big part of my new patients. I also do pay-per-click. I also do mailers as well. Um, I've never did one of these events, but uh, we might have to do another whole separate like episode on that, Justin, because I, I, I really want to hear more about that. But I think, you know, a big part where people are missing it, and you kind of alluded to it, you mentioned it, is we're not answering our phones. You know, we're just not picking up the phone. For one, we're missing the call. For two, we're just not at the practice at the hours most people are calling. And the other thing is we're not converting these these potential new patients to new patients because we're not training our team on phone skills. We're not listening to phone recordings with them, you know, practicing, training, talking about how we want them to answer the phone. We don't even know how we want them to answer the phone. So like you mentioned, if you got 10 people that call and you only convert three of them, that's not a good start. Like an easy way just to get, you know, double as many new patients is to convert six out of those 10. And the way you do it is by training your front end on phone skills. And for most of the practices that my experience dealing with coaching has always been, that's just kind of a neglected area of the practice. And it's such a low hanging fruit. Yeah. So one of the, one of the things that that uh, is the gateway to the practice is your front end team, right? So we oftentimes take a look at the phones as just something where we kind of put somebody out. We say, great, they know how to talk. They generally understand the software. You know what I mean? Like so many people interview their front end team about like, do you know how to use Dentrix or Open Dental or whatever, you know? Because yeah. they don't want to train people on software. And I'm like, man, we can show, teach them YouTube videos on how to do all that kind of stuff. I want to know like, how do they communicate? How, how do they understand you know, how to actually uh, talk about dental procedures to patients. You know, how, do they know how to grab the bull by the horns and redirect conversations? All kinds of proper phone skill stuff because that's ultimately what gets people through the door. So anyways, that, that's a conversation for another time. But answering the phones properly and getting people in is big, big, big. And this is how we in our practices 
have actually over the years, over the last three, four years, we've cut our marketing budget almost in half in some practices, sometimes more, okay, 50% reduction almost in marketing expenses, and sometimes two, three times the new patients coming through the door by actually solving the systems problems versus continuing to throw money at marketing companies. So that's a big, big win. It made us a lot more profitable, right? Something you mentioned that's super important, uh, Paul, is Google reviews. And I just want to shed uh, some light on that. So look, the challenge with Google reviews is this. You're gonna, you can implement things like Podium or some platform that gets these for you automated or sends emails or texts to people. And you can also get your team asking for them in the office and all this type of stuff. But the number of Google reviews, I've seen this happen a lot. So you see practices that have have like, you know, 50 or 60. And then you see practices that have like, you know, a thousand or something like that. Okay. Let's just say as, as a, as a, a larger uh, practice. Now, now that I've been doing a lot more uh, coaching and stuff with folks, I've seen that what I find is as a percentage of the patients they see, it's usually they're getting reviews from like somewhere between, you know, four to 7% of patients. Okay. Even the ones that have like a thousand reviews, right? It's just that they're seeing a hundred something patients or 200 something patients a month versus someone who might be seeing 10 or 12. So it's those software programs are, they're not going to get a, and don't quote me on the percentages here. Okay. Don't get hung up on that. Get, get hung up on the fact that I don't want people to get discouraged when they go out there and trying to get reviews and say, Hey man, like this isn't working. It, it takes time to build. And what happens is if you form the habit of getting it now and asking for them now, what ends up happening is as your new patient flow continues to compound and grow and the total number of patients coming through the door compounds and grows, so do the reviews. That, that's, that's an important point. So you're not going to have a thousand reviews off the bat, but, uh, you know, two, two a day, one a day for, you know. Uh, the next 250 days is the goal. Yeah, it, it is so true. You know, one thing I wanted to ask you is, as far as when we were talking about the phone skills thing, now getting the, the new patient perspective, new patient to become to schedule an appointment as a new patient, do you guys track new patient conversion? Okay, so there's a couple of ways. Now, you can't, you can, it's not a one-to-one. Um, so I, I, I talk about this a little bit, some blogs and part of my book as well, where I talk about, ROI based marketing. Okay. So what I mean by that is this, if you can put a call tracking number on something, then you have a better chance of tracking where that new patient came from. So if I'm going to have print ads, my website, pay-per-click, I'm going to have a tracking method. So let's just take one of those modalities, for example. So if I have a pay-per-click campaign, I've got all my verbiage, I've got a number there. Now, most people are either going to call that number or they're going to click on it and be redirected to your website. So if they call that number, that's a call tracking number. Great. I know where they came from. But if they click on that, they'll be redirected to my website, which through a technology called dynamic number insertion, you will then see that same call tracking number at the top of the site so that they click on that. Because otherwise, what ends up happening is when people call your practice, what do they tell your team? Oh, we, fo- we, saw- we found you online. Mm-hmm. We found you on Google, right? So if you just get your team to ask without having tracking numbers in place, then you're almost always just going to end up with this universal answer of category A, I found you online or on Google, or category B, oh, my friend sent me here, my uncle or whoever. Okay, so that so so you need to have multiple ways to track. One of them is to verbally ask. The other is through the tracking numbers. Now, you can't always track everything. You can't track radio very well, right? And it's not always a a one to one. But the more of these numbers you can have, the better off I believe 
you'll be with the campaigns. Yeah, and, and like what I like to track at my office, just to throw this in, is I have my front desk just keeping a tally that they got a new patient call and then they booked somebody from that call. And I want to see that we're getting, you know, 60, 70 new patient calls every month and we're booking 60, 70 patients with those calls. And I think it's a nice way to give your front desk an, an opportunity to have a metric to get to get some wins because the front desk, is they're not as easy to track as the hygienist. They just don't have as many metrics. So, But the thing is, is that you don't know what your opportunities are if you're not tracking this. So I'll say, for instance, um, I have one coaching client that wants to know, hey, should I be participating with some insurance? You know, maybe seeing like 20 new patients a month. And I said, well, I don't know. Are you getting a lot of calls that people aren't booking because you don't take their insurance? Well, I don't know. Well, that's something you need to start tracking. So if you you track that and you see that they don't, you know, people are starting to ask. They ask if I have insurance and and if we're in network with this provider. And if we're not, they just hang up. Then that might be an opportunity for you. But if no one's really asking that, that's not going to make much of a difference. So my, my point with that is start tracking the phone calls coming in, tracking whether you're converting them and if you're not converting them, what the reasons are. So. Um, that'll be my last little tidbit. So anything else you want to add to that, Justin? That's it, brother. I think that's a pretty good summary. Yeah, we did a pretty long one there. So, all right, cool. So until next time, send us your emails, send us your questions, info at dentalbusinessmentor.com. Hey, Dr. Etch here. If you are like most dentists I talk to, you want to grow your practice. We all know that we didn't learn how to run a successful practice while we were in dental school. So where do we learn it once we get out into the real world? That's why myself and Dr. Justin Bullard created DentalBusinessMentor.com. If you want to know the tricks, the tips, the tactics that we use in our own practices, DentalBusinessMentor.com is for you. Over 175 videos, not to mention the documents, protocols, and checklists that we use to run our practices. We have modules on phone skills, mindset, reappointment and reactivation, leadership, culture creation, marketing, effective meetings, patient experience, case presentation, KPIs, scheduling, and collections, just to name a few. We will show you how to run the practice of your dreams. So if you are ready to take your practice and your life to the next level, check out dentalbusinessmentor.com and you have nothing to lose. We offer a 30-day money-back guarantee. If you aren't happy, we aren't happy. Go to dentalbusinessmentor.com and take the first step towards learning how to create a practice that helps you live a better life life.